0: around the table with powerful women. I'm Wendy Lovett. I'm
1: Christy Daniels and I'm Joy Caffrey and I'm here to introduce our guest Jeannie McGee who has gone from mathematics to tantra and I would love for you to tell us about that transition but before you start I want to say Jeannie um, taught at um, the department of mathematics at the University of Central Arkansas for 20 years And one of the things that she loved to do and believed in was empowering her students by using rich problems and creating experiences so they can integrate concepts and techniques into their practice. And she brings that into the philosophy of her life and to living um, her spiritual practice. Let's see. I want to add one more thing, Jeannie. I want to add that you've been a practitioner of yoga for 29 years mm-hmm. and for tantra for 10 years. Yes. So tell us a little bit, anywhere in between, from that mathematics to tantra. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was
2: about 12 years ago. I was in a relationship that was struggling, and my partner suggested we go to a tantra we- uh, weekend in Memphis. And I went. Now I, I had to go. I mean, we were we were in trouble. I really wanted to do something. But I was a little bit reluctant. And oh, on that first night, we had to get into these concentric circles and gaze into each other's eyes and wordlessly express our longing for wholeness and love. Well, my eyes did the eye roll. My ego did the eye roll. But my heart whispered to me that I really wanted that wholeness and that love. And so I stayed with The weekend and things really began to pop and wake up, and as I did that, uh, it started me on this Tantra journey, because Tantra is more than just about sex. It's about integrating our sexual energy into our very lives, our Mm -hmm. daily lives, and um, what has uh, I did awaken my kundalini that weekend. I'll tell you more about that, mm-hmm. kundalini. But, um, but there was still resistance. There was still a ways to go. But what has saved me and kept me going with my practice is uh, just a curiosity and interest and wanting to expand. My investigation helped me discover that separation uh, versus oneness was a theme of my developing sexuality. And so the tantra helps us come into that oneness with our energy. Now, sometimes I've moved away from this work. I'm going to be honest with it. And sometimes I've practiced it very intensely. But it's always been at a core for me, at my core, and empowered
1: me when I needed it most. So, I going to just jump in and say that I've been at a tantra workshop where Jean was one of the assistants, and I just love the... Um, the beautiful life, vibrant energy yeah. that was in the workshop and that you brought to the workshop. Yes. Yeah. And, and I want to talk a little
0: bit about how the breath or or the or, um, the whole body um, so, is incorporated. Yeah. Um, so, just for our listeners and viewers, yeah. can you kind of define what tantra is, or is it tantra or tantra? I say tomato, tomato. <laughs> Really,
2: simply what it is, is the art of weaving together seemingly contradictory aspects of our life. Very obviously, the Shiva, the masculine, with the Shakti, the feminine. But there's so many more things that we weave together. Expanding, contracting, work, play. um, Many, many different aspects that can seem to be opposites. Because in Tantra, you live in a both-and world. Yeah. It's not about separation. It's about in- inclusive of everything. Mm-hmm. And this k- Kundalini that I talked about, it's that creative energy. We think of it as the serpent at the base of our spine. And it's sort of dormant there, but when you awaken it, and then you open up all your channels and your chakras, then you can control how energy moves through your body. Mm-hmm. And you can control up and down and expansive and and then contraction and uh, you're just in charge of your whole sexuality that way and you're using Mm -hmm. the sexual energy because it's such a natural source for us you're using that to achieve these altered states and higher consciousness Mm -hmm. so I thought
0: so well no just because the blend of you know mathematics which is really left brain (laughs) and, and this you know sort of um right brain uh, idea right? Uh, you, you, it seems like in your life that's what you do is combine these well, things that's, that seems
2: opposite um, but you know at the end of, of teaching I love walking into those college classrooms and I go these kids have no idea what I <laughs> <can do> <laughs> But there were sparks. I mean, I couldn't be explicit
0: with them, but there were sparks. So, right? they they so you're kind of been, you do that in your life in a really, yes. um, you know, overall way, Ooh. right? Yes. Yeah, and
3: so I'm curious, mm-hmm. when you are a math professor yes. and you are practicing also this uh, mm-hmm. Tantra, how did it change what oh, you did?
2: completely changed. Well, already in my teaching, I was very creative. And I'm not, I was not the normal professor, obviously. And (laughs) and so, but it opened me up to see mathematics. You all think of it as such a linear thing, but it's really a very beautiful, creative body of knowledge as well, very esoteric. As you know, sacred geometry is a part of mathematics. And I did bring sacred geometry into the classroom oh, a bit. Yeah, I wish it. they had used a bit. More math departments <laughs> be the beauty of what you <laughs> can bring to it. Yeah, that's creative
1: energy.
2: So, uh, but my teaching philosophy, uh, you know, it, it altered that a bit. But then, then I was able to bring the way I want experiential learning into anything that I do. Mm-hmm. Course, mm-hmm. Joy is all about experiential mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. in her workshops.
1: Mm-hmm. That's why we work so well together. Mm-hmm. So I also when I when I studied my energy medicine too, I um I learned to equate um sexual energy with life force energy. Yes. Right? And and it really yes. opened me up to being able to embody sensual, sexual, life force energy through my whole body, through each one of you I even mentioned the word chakras, and so yes. I wanted to throw up like a lot of people don't even know what chakras are Uh so one of the ways that i define it and you can tell Uh in your tantra practice you define it differently but it's energy centers within our body that are responsible for a different aspect of processing processing energy for each Uh part of being human i like that i like that yeah chakras responsible for a different aspect so anyway what how does the tantra practice see uh, they are energy centers, and mm-hmm.
2: and really, a great orgasm is when it's all spinning, right? Yeah, and yeah. you're controlling that energy just freely <laughs> right right. through there. Yeah. So, uh, that's and and we we, uh, I noticed in the levels that I learned in Tantra, we would focus on a group of chakras at a time, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe we started with the root chakra. Uh, but then in level two, we did the heart chakra and the throat chakra mm-hmm. uh, together. and then you know it, different different teachings focus on a different one. Mm-hmm. but you just all all the time working on keeping everything up. Yeah,
1: that's funny because it's so parallel and similar to my energy medicine program where we would focus on different chakras mm-hmm. and combine the understanding of them. It wasn't a tantra program, but it was energy you know, mm-hmm. understanding energy work.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I might you know, y- y'all were surprised about the mathematician. well, I'm also the church lady at Unity church- <laughs> of Little Rock. Literally, they call me the church lady, and I brought tantra into the pulpit. I really, I really have believe it or not. Okay, so in uh, Unity we have the twelve powers, and they're kind of loosely related to the chakras. But the life, the the uh, power of life, is at the the sacral chakra, mm-hmm. and um, so I know. You know, I tell them. As in, Oh, and in fact, uh, Cynthia Bourgeau has called Jesus a tantric master,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, you see it, it, it crops up in mm-hmm. way m- many more places than you might suspect. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. but I love that aspect that you can, you see, you can integrate all of your life. It, you can come into union with uh, with your work, mm-hmm. your vocation, uh, any kind of practice, uh, and bring this all together
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: with this weaving together of tantra.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So, so um, I understand that you'll be teach- co teaching uh, an experience here in Chiatville. Yes. Cool. Can you tell us a little bit about
1: what that, yeah. you know, what a person can expect? Um, well, what? We're, I love that we're bringing together our two different gift sets, and we both come from, you know, her from the Tantra background and me from understanding energy as a healing modality. And and we're pulling it together. And as I said, um, we've both been using whether it's sexual energy or life force energy, and we both have this understanding of energy moving through our body. So in particular, I'm, I'm going to be bringing how do we bring emotional presence, or how do we bring presence into the emotional aspects of our relationship? What are we doing unconsciously with our partners that we don't realize that actually could bring more suffering into their relationship, and how do we bring that into awareness to release the suffering and bring in the, the wholeness and the joy of the union, so I'll be doing it through an energetic emotional perspective, and Jeannie's going to be bringing in the tantra aspect of
2: it. And again, it's very related and awareness and presence is the beginning of the tantric journey, but there's also, we, we specifically use breath and sound and movement, mm-hmm. and, and um, also, I learned an energy sequence that you can bring in in a very practical way into a daily practice, Or you can expand that uh, into a a sexual practice, if you wish. And uh, we're going to be learning the basics of that Mm -hmm. sequence. And it will very much integrate what Joy is bringing. And and you'll learn how to use breath, sound, and movement to just awaken all that that, that arousal of sexual energy. Now, I will add, though... um, that we, we're going to do this in a very safe way. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be sensuous. It's going to be sexy, but not overtly sexual. It'll be very safe. Be a very easy introduction.
0: And I go ahead. Well, I, I just wanted to say so. You said the first step is awareness mm-hmm. and presence. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm trying to. So you mean awareness of that life that life force, sexual energy, or of your own body, or all of it? Yeah. You know? Well, all of that you
2: you really want to just be totally in your body and be what using you're using your your uh, senses and your body and just bringing that awareness of that you know not just mm-hmm. living in the
1: head or right. living yeah. and once we move energy from the root chakra up through the second chakra the solar plexus the body um relates to that energetic movement in different ways and so we'll hit, oh, yes. we'll hit different um, let's say thought forms related to that chakra mm-hmm. that go along with maybe some of our self limiting beliefs or our doubts or our body image. So, as we're moving energy, part of the awareness is tracking oh, what's happening, what's going on in the unconscious or the subconscious as I'm moving this energy, and we bring that into consciousness. Mm-hmm. And as a way to create liberation, as a way to create awareness, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I hear you talk a lot about. Jeannie and I have known each other now for years, and that's why I'm so <laughs> delighted that we're actually going to be. Working together is the um, mm-hmm. decreasing the shame. Yes, it, and absolutely. That, you know, mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that really struck a chord with Chris. Well, well okay, yeah. I'm,
3: I'm I'm remembering the dialogue that we recently had with mm-hmm. the rock, mm-hmm. and I remember the most profound answer came yeah. from you to um, what is it that. Um, you know, once we kind of make this shift, yes, you know, to a, a more empowered, compassionate, loving world, what is it that you look forward to uh-huh. the most? What's underneath all of it? Right. And your answer was shame-free sex. Yes.
2: Because at first we were looking at, you know, more tantra practice, and then, but then underneath it, no, why? What's the goal there? Mm-hmm. And just that that sex is understood, it's honored and celebrated, mm-hmm. and it's free of shame.
3: And mm-hmm. why do you think that's so
2: important? Well, because then we can live wholeheartedly, with a lot of compassion and integrity. Mm-hmm. And it's you know we're not. Uh, oh, I, you know I see so many people give up on sex, especially in the later years. I mean I was sitting at a table at a wedding, and this young girl of thirty said, ah, I "Better get it all in, because I sh- won't have any." Love. And that's I went, <laughs> "I beg <begged> your pardon." <laughs> You see y'all it's we all have the same equipment and if we learn how to use i'm going to be using sherry winston's um anatomy of arousal but if if we all use our equipment in a good way it doesn't matter the age the shape the gender Mm -hmm. we all have been given this gift Mm -hmm. of sexual energy
0: yeah yeah and, and those feelings of shame and fear and guilt you know, it makes it really hard for love to kind of shine through mm-hmm. when those other feelings mm-hmm. are present. Oh, yes! You know, and having, moving them aside not only helps with the sexual drive, but everything. Yes, but yeah, you're not
3: in that protective space. Yes. Right? Yeah. And when you're in protection, it's, it's hard to access creativity and mm-hmm. freedom.
0: Yeah. Right, because you're kind of in that fight or flight mode, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if a bear is chasing you, you can't stop and be creative. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but just the stress we put on ourselves, you know, in the worry. In the um, yeah, so uh, I think that'd be a pretty neat world. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well,
3: yeah, I, I'm also reminded right now of, um, I think it's Barbara Marks Hubbard. Um, she talks about um, vocational arousal.
1: Mm. as well. Mm-hmm. And so
3: I wonder if, do you think that, that Tantra has ignited some vo- something vocational? I guess you were a former math professor. Well, it's sort of, I'm not sure if this is
2: what she meant, but somebody told me, you know, like I had a career in math education. I had a job at the University of Central Arkansas, but my vocation is teaching. Mm-hmm. And I've it, I'm not certain, but it could be related that the work with Tantra opened me up to that idea and how how that is not a limited idea. A vocation is something that you just take in any way you want. Mm-hmm. And I do know that there are times when literal sex, sexual energy is down, but creative energy is up. And a lot of times you do subvert some of that energy, you're using that energy, but just in a different way. And um, so that's kind of interesting, uh, because a lot of people just think of a job. They don't think of this broad idea mm-hmm. of a vocation, and,
1: yeah. and, and, and and how unlimited that really could be. Yeah, so and we brought more of ourselves. One of the things that I think yeah. transformation is about as a healer is freeing ourselves to be able to have access to all these Centers within our bodies so that we're free to think broadly and clearly and brilliantly. Mm. Right? And and different families um, give different context growing up um, that can dampen our centers. Like, oh, don't be a know-it-all, right? And so then you start to dampen that center, and or express yourself, or, or um, be able to emote. And another family, oh, don't wear your heart on your sleeves, mm. right? Or <laughs> right, or, and or the um, the sensuality, the sexuality, so. I want myself and all the people that I can reach to be able to open all of these centers, including their central center mm-hmm. and their sexual center. And so sometimes we get that message, don't be a slut, you know, mm-hmm. who, like, whatever, <laughs> who do you think you are? And mm-hmm. how can we bring it right back into a shameless yes. and beautifully honored, mm-hmm. all of the parts of ourselves? Mm-hmm. And that's part of our mm-hmm. intention for that workshop is to bring in the sacredness, to bring in the union, to bring in the awareness. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. wonderful. So when is the workshop? It is November 2nd, and it's here at Mount Sequoia, and I'm going to be debuting these decks of cards. This is the one deck, but I'll have um, the second deck that goes with it. This is a deck of feeling cards, and we'll work with our partners where um, you'll lay out what things you're feeling at the moment and then how they can attribute to what needs of yours are getting met or not getting met. And um, both Jeannie and I have studied Marshall Rosenberg's Nonviolent communication, okay. and this is um, an offset from that,
0: and we'll be um, working with these cards in the workshop.
3: Oh, mm-hmm.
0: um, so that's if people are in or near Fayetteville, Arkansas, they can come. Actually,
1: the if they're also in Tulsa, Little Rock, Fort it's Smith, because Mount Sequoia is offering a really good discount for people coming to the workshop. Nice. So you, um, the workshop we're making it an extended date night, so it's from. <laughs> 2 p.m. until 9 at night, and we'll be serving dinner. Oh, and so lovely. because it goes till 9 at night, people coming from outside of Fayetteville can stay at Mount, Tr- Mount Sequoia Retreat Center right in the same room that we're doing, in the same building we're doing the workshop in, mm-hmm. so they don't even have to go far nice. at a discounted price. Yeah, that's lovely. And
2: let us say that we've got a couple's price, but really we're open to a couple, you know, not just any kind of traditional definition Right, whatever it's, that looks like. It's yeah. very open, and and if you if you want to just uh, come as a single, as an individual, as an individual, you're perfectly welcome. Yes, mm-hmm. because actually, one of the most important things about tantra is you begin with the lover
1: within. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. starts there, and then. And this knows. is a level one class, and so mm-hmm. we'll be working
0: a lot with that—the lover within. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what is the lover within? Let's define that. <laughs> <laughs> Well it's just,
1: it, you know
2: like I said it begins with awareness but it's self awareness and self acceptance mm-hmm. right. and um so it's uh accepting yourself but knowing your body mm-hmm. uh being embodied with the energy but literally knowing your body and um uh uh understanding how sex is in our mind in our hearts in our bodies Hmm. And all the what different ways we can yeah.
1: look and at be, com- be comfortable running that energy within yourself mm-hmm. for yourself. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And in daily life. You yes. Know? Like just sitting here, just oh, op- I could just open right now to my sensual, sexual energy, and it doesn't have to get projected onto anyone. Mm-hmm. I get to just be more full within myself. Mm-hmm.
0: Self love. Self love mm-hmm. and self
1: acceptance. Yes. Self compassion.
0: Right. Yeah. Wonderful. So if people aren't in the area and they want to start to investigate these things, where, where, what direction would you point them in? Um, well, I love Sherry
2: Winston's book, Anatomy of Arousal. Um, what, where else could you explore the tantra? There's so, actually you go on the web and Google and you can get so many different varieties of it that we can say, red hot <laughs> tantra <laughs> or pink tantra or you know uh there's there's many different levels and but you need to just find what you're comfortable with mm-hmm.
0: and um uh I you know I'm in the Joyce here in
2: Fayetteville we're really hoping that we can build mm-hmm. a community of people who know each other mm-hmm. in Arkansas and uh my teachers are from Ohio mm-hmm. and um so maybe yeah. we could bring her down one time. Yeah. We and you met Antoinette, yeah. so we would love to have Antoinette in the area. And um, uh, I have one more
1: place to point to answer your question. Oh, sure, do, please. To one's own breath. Oh. If one oh. wants to start a tantra practice, what I, what I love to share with my students, well, that was so simple. Imagine well. your breath is like a lover. Like... Because when and I say that, like if you're at a party with a new lover, no matter where they are in the room, you know where they are, mm-hmm. right? Like okay. you have this third sense of where they are. Right. What if we did that with our breath? Like is our breath like short and choppy at any given moment? Is it mm-hmm. is it labored? Is it easy? Can we be as attentive to our breath and and allow ourselves to befriend it? It offers us so much, mm-hmm. and so I I, I like would say start them. start with your breath. I like that answer. Well. I have one last question All right. for you, um, You
3: mentioned earlier, you kind of like hinted that you would share more with us about that first. Oh, the, the Kundalini. Worship, the kundalini. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to share with us about that experience? Maybe for somebody who's a little reluctant, listening or watching, who's a little reluctant to sign up for and register for the workshop.
2: Okay. Well, um, uh, in my Tantra t- tradition, there are breaths. And you, there's about four or five breaths that we learn in different levels. But we are not really going to do a full level one uh, workshop with at this time. This is just going to be an introduction mm-hmm. to see how people are interested in where they okay. want to go next. So and so it's really going to be a taste
1: of everything. And, um, and absolutely a way to enhance couples relating to each other in, in presence or intimacy. That's so, sure. yeah. Yes. And
2: a level one introduction of and so, I'm going to show some. There are basic breaths that they can do, and in fact, <laughs> you can really generate a lot of sexual energy to just with your breath, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the breathing sequence. And we're going to do a movement sequence, mm-hmm. we're going to just play around a little bit with that arousal, mm-hmm. okay. but do it in a really safe way.
3: Well, so, I everybody breathes, right? Yes, yes. So what's scary about that, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of people breathe all up in their chest. Yes. You know, I can see it as I'm out and about in the community. Yeah. I see people, and I, I want to say, oh, man, it's re- a reach work. a little deeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really common That's that people do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it probably blocks this flow mm-hmm. that we're talking mm-hmm. about. It does. We are going to be dancing. Now, you
2: saw that I did that in, in Little Rock. So da- movement in mm-hmm. a couple of ways, but definitely... Definitely, just some free dancing that will be fun. A lot of good music. There'll be
1: a lot of good music in yeah. the workshop. Mm-hmm. So, and Jeannie and I will also provide a scrumptious dinner because that's yes. one of the things we like doing. Cooking and eating. Well, that somewhere. is sensuous. Yeah. I was going to yeah.
0: say, yeah. The creating oh. food and the smells yeah. and all. Oh that yes, it's yeah. very yeah. sensual. Oh absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. Too one <laughs> of <laughs> the
1: sensuous sounds I love. And our daughter Serena did this when she was two and three years old. After she ate, she always did. Mmm. Yes. Yeah. I was like, mm, mm. So yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll bring some. Mmm. I <laughs> yeah.
0: you know. I think people sometimes are are very nervous to talk about this subject. You know, mm-hmm. but it's really it's su- such a part of life and health and life force. Mm-hmm. That um, what you're doing is really a gift to people to kind of stimulate that and have them think about it a little more deeply
1: yeah. in, a, in a healthy way yeah yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, when you've done workshops in the past, have you had people who are really resistant to opening up, even though they come to the workshop to uh, well, to learn this?: <laughs> mm. Well, I've only done
2: short workshops mm-hmm. myself yeah. And then I've done, like, Joy and I did a level one in Santa Fe, New Mexico, with mm-hmm. all women. That was and that was really interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. And, um... And maybe we'll do that here, although I've had the request first to do a couples one. Okay. But maybe we'll follow it up at a later time for an all-women. all women's All-women's But But what I think happened Joy, and you were in Santa Fe, is, it,
2: like in, like with me, there was resistance for maybe two hours in the mm-hmm. beginning. But... W- w- uh, I've always been in a really safe atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I've always, and, and I know Joy and I can do this, create that safe container that you're just naturally going to open,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you're going to be
1: surprised. At um, a level that's right for you, and, right? Exactly. there's so much in that onion peeling away, like whatever's right for you. And I do know that we both have to hold a really safe and safe mm-hmm. container. Mm-hmm. 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 Nice. I think we're about ready to wrap up. Yeah. Wow. That will by really fast. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) Yes, I enjoyed it. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Here's to soulful, Mm -hmm. edgy, and a joyful life. Soulful, edgy, and joyful life. Mm -hmm. Thank you for Mm -hmm. watching. See you next time.